0: Shut up, and
1: sit down. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the 10 Days in Counting podcast. I'm Stephen. And I'm Lee. Actually, I'm Rebecca
0: Lee, because everybody thinks I'm a dude, so I don't want people to think you're married to a dude. Not that that would be okay, but I'm a
1: girl. Well... You have a girl's voice. So, if.
0: Kind of. Sometimes people I sound like a girl. If people guy thought too. I was
1: married to a dude, I think they might think that I'm making you talk like a girl so that. We can I keep just our... don't want
0: there to be confusion. It's L E E, It's spelled like a guy, but I am a girl, for those wondering. Hallelujah. <laughs>
1: Nobody is more happier than that, <laughs> with that than me, okay. that you are a girl. Awesome. Yeah, so we have uh, been trying to get this off the ground for quite a long time. And. Life just happens. I'm sure that many of you can identify. Uh, We sold a house, bought a house, moved into a house, got rid of everything in a house.
0: Started all over again.
1: Started all over again.
0: Painted, put up wallpaper. That's right, because wallpaper's cool here. Absolutely. We'll have to put up some pictures.
1: Yeah, if anybody cares. Um, So today, we're just going to uh, do a little brief introduction. Nothing uh, lengthy or phantasmic. Um, just kind of where we came from, how we met. Uh, for those of you that uh, have been following us on Instagram, and even if you don't know, we are a couple that met online and got married after 10 days of knowing each other.
0: Crazy. Yeah.
1: No No date. We actually never, ever went on a first date. Uh, do you remember when the first day was that we actually met face-to-face?
0: Well, we actually only, I think had met each other like for seven or eight days before we got married we talked for a couple of days before we met two or three days i think it was like christmas eve wasn't it right
1: yeah so it was christmas eve you actually met my kids on that day and then a couple days later i came to your house yeah i met
0: my parents met your parents and they said i've
1: lost my mind (laughs) really
0: yes yeah they liked you but they thought we were crazy
1: well we hadn't gotten married yet
0: but they knew we were talking about it and they thought we were crazy and we were crazy.
1: Oh yeah, it was absolutely,
0: it was crazy and selfish. We wouldn't suggest it to anyone.
1: No, no. Uh, if you've heard the promo that we, that we cut, that's, that's on our Instagram page. Um, we, we specifically made sure that, you know, part of that script was that you talked about, you know, like on the surface, that's, this may sound like a very romantic and, Whatever idea,
0: not a good idea.
1: And and there's aspects of it that were, I think, but but at the same time, like it was not well thought out, not well, especially for two people with children. And
0: your children were okay because they were really little, so they were like yeah. super accepting of whatever. But yeah. my children were much older; they were teenagers, and it was not cool to do that to them. So right, it was right. just different for each of us. But it all worked out great. Eventually. I can I can
1: still remember the. The facial expressions during the Skype call that we did, or the, the FaceTime call that we did, and oh, it was horrible. Yeah, it was, was absolutely, not fair. It was absolutely horrible.
0: Yeah, so we would we definitely wouldn't do it again if, if that way if we had it to do over, we would do things differently, but, no. but it has worked out well, and we have been together for uh, almost seven years, six and a half, almost seven years.
1: This December? Yeah. Uh, married in 2012? Also three,
0: a terrible time to get married, like yeah. the worst time ever. Christmas. Uh, right. Right. don't don't get married at
1: Christmas, well, and the other aspect that we didn't talk about was that it's oh, it's because it is during a holiday, like we really can never celebrate it, no, we can't go anywhere like, yeah, and,
0: <laughs> and we usually have children,
1: yeah, we have children on some aspect, uh or we have to have them either on the day of the holiday or, or before or, or right after, a little yeah. bit after or whatever, so it it interferes then too, um, but it is what it is, and Uh, you know, I think that those are just a few of the things that we've overcome, uh, much bigger issues that we've been able to, uh, get through and work out. Uh,
0: and we want people to continue to send us some questions because on our next podcast, we're going to start answering some of those questions that people are sending about, you know, problems that they have in their marriage with blended families or just marriage issues in general. Uh, so we can start answering those for people as well. And so, just send us our send us your questions through our Instagram. Uh, put us give us a DM uh, or go on our Facebook page, and you can submit a question there as well.
1: Yeah, and that's that's the uh, uh, I think one of the things we want to make sure that everyone understands is that we are by no means licensed experts.
0: <laughs> Lord, no. um,
1: if that were the case, we probably would not have gotten married in ten days. Um, however, we, we have a vast amount of experience and things that we've gone through and navigated, and, uh, and and because we've been able to do those successfully, um, we want to be able to help people do the same thing, and, and we're sure that there are numerous couples out there that may be experiencing the same thing. I uh, have seen uh, a couple of posts that people have had Uh, on Instagram that where they have specifically talked about uh, money issues with uh, stepchildren, Uh, one specifically um, where the stepmother, uh, her and her her husband, uh, they were having to put more money forth because of court proceedings to try to be able to see the stepson more, which is her husband's biological son. And she found herself uh, being very, I don't know if mean is the word, but um, she had really some hard feelings towards the stepson because of the fact that she was putting all this money, extra money towards him and any slight smallest mistake that he would do, she found herself getting more angry than usual. Um, So those are just some things that, uh, you know, I think both of us have experienced um, and you know, there's a, there's a good way to navigate through those things. So that's what we want to be here to help you with. And, uh, you know, to give you kind of a um, firsthand account of of those similar experiences and be able to help you navigate through. So
0: we did a lot of things when we first got married too. I think, aside from getting all the kids stuff worked out, but then we really focused on our relationship after kind of working through some of those things. And We did our um, Love Languages book, which was really cool. Even if you're not a Christian, it's a great book to read because it really hits home in how to communicate, how to figure out what is important to your spouse or your significant other. Um, Because a lot of times the way that we communicate with the person that we love is how we want to be communicated with or how we want to feel accepted, but it is often not the way that our partner feels. So sometimes we express things in the way we want to have someone express them to us, but we really went through that entire book and found a couple of other books and really spent a lot of time trying to understand each other better because even though we had gotten to know each other really well because we spent a lot of time on the phone, a lot of time talking, um, I always tell people, they're like, how did you do that so quickly? And I would always say, well, if you started dating somebody, then you're going out to eat, you're going to a movie, you're going to do something, the theater, whatever it is that you enjoy doing." And you may not talk all night, you may be two hours in a movie, Uh, you may talk some over dinner, but those initial times that you spend together, you may not get an opportunity to really engage with each other on a real um, intimate level when it comes to to talking about things. And so, you know, Stephen and I talked for hours and hours and hours on end um, regarding, you know, just different things um, that had come up in our lives, different things that uh, had, had changed our lives, made an impact on our lives that probably would have taken years for us to, or, you know, a couple of years for us to find out about one another had we not spent that time on the phone. So I think it's, you know, people talk about dating, um, online and how they would never do that or how they would never meet someone online. And yet i I find that you really can get to know somebody very quickly very intimately and and find out a lot about them in a very, very quick amount of time. If you um, are forced to speak on the phone and you kind of click, you just click with that person. So I would encourage you not to necessarily say, oh, that's not for me and I'll never try it because there's definitely some great people out there. You just have to be very careful about that.
1: So you now know that we met online (laughs) And I'll, uh, I'll kind of start with with my, my side of the story. Um, I uh, was, am originally from New York, a very small town, and uh, had moved to Florida where my where my mother and, and stepfather were. Uh, ended up uh, meeting my first wife there, and I uh, was married for close to 13 years. And ended up going through a divorce um, and moving... Uh, back to New York, and because uh, that basically was was a safe place for me, uh, it turned out that it was not so safe. Um, and so, in 2012, uh, the, the the divorce is final. In 2009, 2012, I ended up moving back to uh, where my kids were, which was in Georgia. And um, after a little bit, started uh, looking online uh, from. S- on some dating sites uh looking for someone really no success and uh one day before going to work um i came across this profile of this woman and i purposely was uh late to work uh so i could actually get a note <laughs> uh a message to her um those of you that might be, uh, familiar with online dating, uh, there seems to be a, a speed factor or, uh, being one of the first to send a message as far as like where you might fall in the line of getting a response. And so I wanted to get that, uh, message out and, and, uh, and Lee actually responded. And I think that night, we uh, started chatting on the phone and uh, probably spent the next, I think it was the next three days just doing nothing but, but talking on the phone.
0: I was with someone for 20 years total, dated for two, married for 18. Uh, I was actually a pastor's wife for 18 years um, and very grew up very strict, very, um, well, my immediate Family wasn't extremely strict in a lot of ways, but my background in general for my church was very strict. And then um, we, it was a very unhealthy relationship for many, many years, for really all 18 of the years. It was a very unhealthy relationship. So it took me a lot of time to get out of that relationship. And um, I finally did. And then I met you a year later. So I wasn't divorced for a really long time, but. I had been very unhappy for a very long time and I really was ready to move on with my life. I very much wanted to be happy. I wanted to find someone who who treated me well, who treated me as an equal and um, and so I, for whatever reason I knew if nothing else that you would treat me that way so we were able to I was able to figure that out very quickly and and we just clicked very well. I always say. You're the salt to my pepper vice versa, <laughs> but we we get along extremely well, so.
1: Well, and, you know, we've, we've told people before in conversation after we, you know, when people find out that, you know, about our story, it's that I think another key to our relationship was the fact that we knew what we didn't want and also what we wanted. So we were very open with each other as far as our questions to each other, um, and I think they're... I think for both of us, there because of, because of that position, we weren't afraid to ask questions, right? Like it was like, and because sometimes you, you don't want to ask a question because you're afraid of the answer. And I think for both of us, it was like, I need that answer. Right. Um, And you know, to piggyback on what your experience was in marriage and what you were looking for, we've, we've talked about this before where I felt like I was the female you or I was the male you in my marriage, right? right. Where I felt like I was—I uh, don't, I don't know if um, castrated is the—you know—is the right word, <laughs> but there was my my ex definitely controlled my marriage, right. and and at the same time I let her. You know, I mean, I, part of my background is is a man being raised as, with a single parent without a male role model. And so my whole background was basically about doing whatever a woman told me to do and not really knowing how to, um, stand up for myself, not just as a person, but as a male in a, in a marriage in and in, in a relationship. And as you know, I can remember uh, during those three years that I was in New York, um, after my divorce, if I accomplished nothing else, it was a lot of soul searching, like a lot of being able to figure out like what happened and why did it happen and what were the things about me that, uh, that led to those things happening, right? And so getting introduced to you and coming, you know, in, in contact with you, then I was able to do things that were not necessarily were from a manly point of view. But just from an individual with some sense of self-respect, I guess. is. I think it's more about that
0: because like the way if I didn't know you, I would think you were like, I need to be the male in the next relationship that I'm in and I will be the male. (laughs) I know that that's not how you are. So that's not not what you mean at all. Not at all. But you just, I think you just mean feeling equality in a marriage, having a relationship and talking about things together, making decisions together and not being a one-sided this person's going to make the decision and this is how it's going to be.
1: Right. And I think too, for the both of us, we, we both come from these very involved church backgrounds. Right. Right. So there's also the aspect of that where, you know, for me, as far as my denomination, which was Baptist, it was like women submit to your husbands or wives submit to your husbands and men, you should be doing this and you do everything to make your wife happy. And so like my interpretation of all that was, which is completely opposite. Like what you
0: just said doesn't even go together women submit to your husband or wives submit to your husband. Right. wives do that now men make your wives hat, and I'm like that doesn't even right. all that doesn't even mesh together
1: so right. it's just weird yeah so but the thing I took away from it was is that well I knew that my wife was not going to submit to her husband because I I'd, I'd experienced that and for those for you know anybody who's not involved in a church is going to have difficulty understanding what that really means from a biblical perspective. Um, I don't want anybody to to take it as though it's like this kind of slave relationship where you know the wife is this in chains or whatever and you must submit to your husband's will. That's not what that means. But without getting into that, um, I knew right away that that was not going to happen. And so then my next step for a happy marriage was do whatever you got to do to make your wife happy. You know, and God will be happy with you, and things will go great, and uh, whatever. But
0: yeah, we get a lot of stuff screwed up. When <laughs> we try to figure it out on our own, but yeah, it's just. uh, Or when we listen to man's perspective on things and try to place that into our lives, it it can really. And and I'm a huge example of that in the fact that when I left my husband, uh, my my family church, everyone did not believe in getting remarried. So when I did actually just the divorce itself pretty much broke my family apart from me, with the exception of my wonderful parents and my brother. But as far as any of my extended family, they no longer had anything to do with me. And then once um, you and I got married, the few that did remain no longer had anything to do with me. That's one side of my family. The other side of my family doesn't feel that way. But one side of my family completely, uh, basically disowned me for lack of a better word. I have no contact with them at all um, as a result of that. So, and it's it's funny because we um, so often talk about God's love and Christianity and all of this, and it's like this life I grew up with is so not reflective of any of that. It's like you right. you you make decisions and your entire family deserts you. I'm like wow, there's there's no love in that at all. So. I mean, there's so much we could talk about. I know that we've already actually gone over the time that we've talked about talking, so we should probably wrap it up and let them know that we still have so much to share, so much to talk about, so many questions we can answer for people. I think we've been through a lot in a short period of time and, and have a lot to, to learn from others and also a lot to, to share with others. So I look forward to continuing to do this each week and for us to get to know people and for them to get to know more about us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. and. You know, if you check out our Instagram page or our Facebook page or even our uh, our website, um, this is uh, an effort to to build a community. Um, You know, it's it's so much easier to go through things in life when you feel like you belong uh, as part of a group. And I don't mean, you know, just following on Instagram or whatever. I mean, we really want to connect with people on on a heart level and on a personal level. So whether you're uh married or not, your first marriage, your second marriage, your third, um you know, or or you just have some something that in life that you're looking for advice in. Um we're we're here to to help with those kinds of things. We're we're I think we're we're a very grounded couple and uh we a lot of times we play uh devil's advocate with each other. I think you do that really really I well. do it really well. <laughs> <You do. laughs> yeah you do you to tell the point.
0: me your point of view i will always give you a reason why you should think the other way even if i agree with you i don't know why i do that it's just like built in me
1: yeah and 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 it's not always a good thing but it's like if uh, just because in complete honesty it's like i don't want to hear that i want you to agree with me that's what i need you to do right now um but anyway so uh thanks for listening and uh we we look forward to uh to our next episode we hope you'll tune in uh please uh consider becoming a subscriber you can visit our website it's in the link in the uh details of the podcast and uh that's about it i'm steven this is lee this is the 10 days and counting podcast